You know, like, like, like imagine, imagine uh, here at Mountside, like, like God, if he wanted to, he could just give us like a jillion dollars or whatever, you know, and it's just like, hey, you, you guys are good, this, whatever. But, but why doesn't he do that? Look, it shows something about the character of God and who God is. He doesn't just do everything. He includes us. He includes us. And he sees our heart as we're included in that. And we actually have the honor, we actually have the privilege of working with him in fulfilling the Great Commission. He actually uses the local church to spread the message. He uses the local church to grow the kingdom. He doesn't magically just appear and, you know, make everyone believe in him. No, no, no. He uses us, the people in this room, to do it. And, and, and that's, that's the, the, the main idea that I, I want to leave you with today. Is this, it's a simple one, but it's true. God's plan for funding the local church is the local church. God's plan for funding the local church is the local church. And yes, he could just make it rain from heaven, of course. And sometimes there needs to be those moments, right, where it's like, oh, we can't pay the bills. And it's like, ding dong. There's like money left there. It's like, what? This makes no sense. Like, and that happens, right? And I know, I know, we all have those stories where it's like, whoa, God's taking care of us. But he's called us to be givers. He's called us to be generous because money isn't just a tool to make our lives easier. It's a tool to help others. And it's the right thing to do whether we've had the example or not. And he sees it. He sees it. So this is my challenge, okay? This is my challenge to you. And this is always, it's always a, a, an interesting week talking about money and giving. And by the way, if this is your first time, one of your first times, we don't normally talk about this here. This isn't like a regular thing. Um, probably this year more than, <laughs> this year we've talked about it more than others. But it's not like an every, every week thing. But this is my challenge for you. Let's give to our local church and let's meet our anchor year goal. The local church in Philippi gave until the need was met. And then they give beyond that even. Let's be this. Let's be this. This, this is anchor year, right? For Mountainside Church to be self-funding by the end of 2019. And then when we're self-funding, we're going to be self-governing, self-starting as time goes. Right now we have an incredible uh, sponsor church named Bethel. They support us financially every month. They're, they're amazing. But this is the goal. We, we want to be healthy financially as a church. We want to be stable. We want to drop that anchor. That's the need. And we're almost there, by the way. We're almost there. We're so close. So would you consider giving? Would you consider being a regular giver? And I don't mean just one time. I mean over and over how the people of Philippi gave over and over. And, and I'll be honest with you. When you go to mountainside.church.give, there's a way to do it automated where every month or every week or every other week or whatever it looks like, um, I encourage, I encourage you, that, that would be extremely helpful. Anchor year is the need, so let's do it. Let's do it, and then some. And, and of course, I, I gotta say, thank you for giving. I, I, I'm looking around the room, I mean, it's like, we have, sac- we as in uh, you guys, we've sacrificed so much to be giving to this local church, and I, w- I wanna commend you on that, and I wanna say thank you for that, and I wanna encourage you, don't give up on that. Because we're almost there, we're almost there. Um, I, I heard a quote from another pastor who said this. I, I, I loved it, it burned in my brain. He said, I want to teach my son to be strong, not just so he can stand up for himself, but I want to teach him to be strong so that he can stand up for others. And I was like, oh, that is brilliant. That is so true. That is, I, I got to teach my son this. But look, I want to apply that to our church, okay, to our church family. Look, I want our church to be healthy 
and to be strong financially, not just so we can take care of ourselves. I want us to be strong and, and, and healthy financially so that we can take care of others. It's not about us. It's about others. We have this, this sponsored church, Bethel, right? They support us. Look, I would love to be the Bethel to other churches. I would love that. And I don't want to cast that vision to us, right? It's like, can you imagine supporting other churches and, and serving the community even more? Why should we have this goal? Why? Because we have the desire to reach others because giving is what pushes the kingdom of God forward. And we can actually set the example of what that looks like. And God will notice it. Because it's the whole goal of what we're doing, right? We want to give people the chance to have new life in Jesus. And of course, I want to give you that chance today to make that decision if you've, if you've never done that. The story of Jesus, it's a simple one. Is that in the very beginning, God had a relationship with us. Okay, so picture this is God, this is us. We had a beautiful relationship together. But inevitably, we sin, we make decisions that are against God, we, we break the relationship, right? But the good news is this, that God sent his only son, Jesus, who came from heaven to earth. He died on the cross. He rose again. He took our sin on himself. And look, when we have faith in Jesus, when we decide to go his way, where a relationship used to be like this, then it was broken, Jesus puts it back together again. He restores our relationship with God. And I encourage you, if you have never made that decision, if you have never made your relationship right with God again, do it today. No ritual, no fancy formula. Just ask him, even where you're sitting right now, just ask him. Say, God, I believe in you. I want a relationship with you. And he's there for you. And he's there for you. And by the way, just as we close here, you know those three examples of people that I gave about how they were generous people? Um, it all worked out really well for them, okay? Remember Dorcas, our girl Dorcas? Let's go, Dorcas. Um, wild story, okay? Massive miracle. At her funeral, God raised her from the dead. It was crazy. <laughs> I forgot to mention that detail. Crazy, right? Cornelius, remember that? Also crazy story, crazy story. Um, God sends an angel to him. The angel leads him to someone who tells him about Jesus. He finds Jesus, has his life changed. Crazy story, right? Remember the widow? Yeah, for the last couple thousand of years, thousands of years, she has been honored as the model of who to look to, of how should we give. Look to the widow. Look to her, this humble widow that gave a penny. I mean, it all worked out well for them, and yet God notices when we give, by the way. And he uses people to push his kingdom forward. And God's plan for funding the local church, it is the local church. So yes, I, we've talked a lot about money this year, okay? I don't deny that. It's been anchor year. We've talked about this a lot. But we're almost there. We've got a few weeks left to see anchor year happen. Would you consider being a regular giver and a tither to Mountainside Church? We often think that when something's important, it definitely gets funded because it's like important. Of course it does, of course it does. That's not actually how it always works, it's not. So let's have a healthy perspective of giving. If not us, then who, right? If, if not the people of Mountainside, then, then who? who who's, who's gonna do it? We've been trusted to reach Bimbrook. So let's do our part, okay, in, in, in doing the Great Commission. Um, because God's got a good plan for this, this church. God's got a good plan for this community. He's got a good plan for you too, by the way. Maybe you're here thinking, I don't even know if I believe in God. Let me tell you something. God has a really good plan for you. He does. And I, I know everything we've talked about, you probably already know this. 
I mean, this is probably not new information for you, but again, like we, we talked about at the very beginning, sometimes we just need a good, healthy reminder of, oh, by the way, let's be giving people. Oh, by the way, let's be generous people. Oh, by the way, let's not just live life just for us. Let's put others first. Because that's actually life in its fullest. We'll live the best life when we do that. It's true. So let's pray. God, I, I, uh, I pray for our church family. God, I pray for this local church. I pray we would be just like the church in Philippi, how they gave because there was a need. God, I pray that we would continue to give, God. I thank you for those who have made that step already and have been making that sacrifice of giving. Lord, I pray you bless them for it. God, I pray we would remember that you notice. And Lord, for those of us that are still on, on that journey of, of giving, God, I pray you would just put faith in us to actually make that decision. Lord, I pray for anchor year, that goal of being self-sustaining by the end of the year. Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray for our church, that we would be that, so that we can continue to build your kingdom and spread your message that you love everyone. In your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. And with that, I'm going to call up my sister-in-law, Eliza, and uh, we're just going to close off. Thanks, guys. Now I get the job of taking up giving. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but I'm not. Um, I'm going to call the ushers forward. And as you guys are coming forward, I'm going to call Chava and Tia up, our great friends. I convinced them to come up, give them some love. We also have our info booth at the back if you want to give uh, via credit or debit. Um, Chava and Tia are wonderful. If you don't know them, you should come meet them afterward. They are so fantastic. You guys, come on up. Don't be shy. And this morning, we were talking about these shoe boxes um, during prayer. And I, just really quickly, if you guys could just tell your story. Okay. Bueno, hace poco nos mudamos acá nosotros. So we've recently moved here to Canada. Como por... We've been here for about 10 months now. But this morning when I saw this shoebox, uh, it reminded me of when I was a child. I grew up in an orphanage. I was there for about 12 years of my life. And so every Christmas we received a shoebox. Y la, mi parte favorita sobre esto and so my favorite part about receiving this era leer una carta que alguien siempre escribía. was reading the card that the family had sent y ver que ellos se tomaban el tiempo. and to be able to see that they took the time out y que cada cosita había sido comprada con, con una intención buena. and that everything that they put in the shoebox was with such um, a pure intention y saber que otros tomaban tiempo para bendecir mi vida era algo fue algo importante para mí seguir a Jesús. And so it was just really important to note, I forget what you said, can you say it again? Sorry. <laughs> que, que alguien tomaba el tiempo para bendecirme. It was really important to know that somebody else took the time out of their day to make this shoebox to bless my life. And this was very important for me in my relationship with Jesus. Y sí, el dar bendice a otros, pero también and so when we give, it blesses other people, but it also blesses us as well. That's my short story. <laughs>
Thank you guys so, no kidding. It was so cool. This morning I was actually thinking about this and I was wondering, I was like, does this work? Like I just, I was having a moment. Like, does this work? And then I was talking to Tia and Chava and Chava's like, yeah, I got one when I was a kid. I was like, what? And forced them to come up here. And that was beautiful. And you'll be coming up here to share more stories now that I know you can talk. Um, like well in front of people. I mean, anyway, okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> but this is such a good reminder that this does work and that people are blessed by this. And so next week is the last week that um, we are collecting these. So I would just really encourage you guys to grab one of these. Um, you can make it into a box. Go this week, fill it up with things, write a letter, include a picture of your family, um, get your kids to draw a picture. And imagine those kids that are um, around the world that will be opening those. It's just so cool, so cool that we get to be a part of that. Um, and Tia actually mentioned that, I don't know if you want me to share this, but I'm going to. She just said that some people include things like, a, like mittens or like a toque. That would be really handy for a Canadian kid, but maybe less handy for a kid that lives in a tropical environment. So just think about that when you're stuffing them. Think about the things that kids in those places would, would use. So. Um, we love you guys. We will see you back here next week. Make sure to grab a box and bring them back next week. All filled up. See you next week. Say, wait, 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 wait.